The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Marcellus Cox is a writer and director from Los Angeles, California. He's always had a passion for movies, filmmaking and storytelling, and his filmmaking style deals with dark and edgy themes, pushing the limits as far as he can possibly go with his storytelling, touching on subjects such as race, religion, social and political issues. And Marcellus joins us now. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm excellent, thank you. Now, your debut feature is called Mickey Hardaway. What was it like to create such a big film so early on? <laughs> it was rough. You know, I I, I, I definitely will, won't, won't lie to you about that. Uh, but this is something that's been brewing in me since my senior year of high school in uh, 2005. Um, something that uh, I was just messing around with and the teacher read it and she just said, I think you should keep going forward with this. So I've been kind of fine-tuning it for the last, uh, yeah, about the last 16, 17 years of my life. And I just wow. finally, felt, finally felt I had the courage <laughs> to just finally go and make it and tell it. And um, I, one of the things I, I, I wanted to wait on, too, while I was doing so was just to mature as an artist to, to tell this kind of story because it is then a rough subject matter. So that that was something that uh, I wanted to do. With. But, yeah, it's, it's it's it was complicated. It's been rough ever since. <laughs> yeah. 16, 17 years is a long time. So because it's your debut feature, you wanted it to be perfect because if your debut feature is a complete flop it's probably going to be your last feature as well exactly and because you never know what's going to happen next so i felt like um one i just wanted to make sure that i was truly 100 ready that's why i've done so many short films over my life so yeah I'm, I'm very grateful for those because i felt like if i didn't have them i would not be ready to tackle this monster and i just felt like that i was mature enough artistically to uh to push this endeavor because making a feature not not easy and like you said when it's your first feature if it fails then it, it, it's a problem um you know so for me it was everything and i had to, to really make sure that i was mature enough ready and most importantly i was skilled enough my craft to to uh, to embark on this and i felt like that i was so how did you handle the transition from making short films to feature films one of the things that i i guess i've had in my corner was just having a lot of veteran filmmakers who uh who have been there and, and like just gave their advice and just kind of like listen 
just learning as much for them as humanly possible, like watching their, their their transitions from working with actors and actresses and dealing with producers and dealing with investors. So, I mean, obviously, when you only have 10, 15 minutes to tell a story, it's, um, it's, it's push and go. But when I learned about features is, is that it's a sprint, not a marathon. So you can tell your story without having to rush and be truthful with it at the same time. You know, and uh, that was one of the things that I, I, I've learned the most when it comes to making a, a debut feature is just take as much time as you can with it. Don't rush it. Process it. Um, I think that was one of the best things that, uh, that that helped me along the way of uh, transitioning from the short to feature. How do you handle it? Because I guess it's a balance of taking your time, not making it feel rushed, and also not making it so slow paced that it's quite boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with my style of work, I, I get that a lot because it sometimes could be slow and, you know, and I get that, but that's because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to allow the audience to gain, you know, um, information and process information about what I'm wanting to say because a lot of my stuff is kind of like layered and everything. So for me, it's, it's, it really starts with the writing. It's a different process when you're writing a feature as opposed to a short because usually in a short, you have um, a short amount of time to kind of get your point across. You can jam pack a lot into a short in, in just a short amount of time. But with a feature, like I said before, it's it's, it's a process. It's, it's a sprint, not a marathon. So I kind of like pace myself with what it is that I want to do details, act one, two, and three, and really break on what's important here, what's important here, what's important there. So it's really started, everything starts with the script. And once I felt like I had really fine-tuned that, and I had other great people over at uh, ScreenCraft who helped me um, fine, fine-tune my script. And uh, just working with um, other directors who are who are also writer-directors who read it as well, and um, just really helped me like pace it and put it together. I really felt more comfortable doing it. Logistically, was it a bigger challenge as well? Because everything is bigger. you got more locations, more cast and crew, and it's longer, it takes more time. From that perspective, I guess I kind of worked the same way I did with my short. I didn't have a yeah. lot of crew. Um, just kind of kept everything a little simple. The locations are are different for sure, for sure, because there's a lot more to, to maintain, like in terms of like what day you're shooting here, what day you're shooting there. The scheduling yeah. <laughs> was, was a pain. <laughs> because you're working not only on trying to like work with the schedule for the locations, but when you're working with the actors and the actresses, and especially those who are veteran actors who are working on different projects, especially with this task, because that's up a veteran and young actors and actresses who are consistently working in the business so those those things wise yes it was a pain but the good thing is, is that we have great communication uh with our cast and crew and um and they have great communication with me so we were able to work it out and oh my god the film gods bless me yes <laughs> they bless me from the heavens above so how would you describe the overall plot of the film Mickey Hardaway the overall plot for me I, I've always looked at it from this perspective when it comes to Mickey Hardaway is seeing someone who has the dreams and the passions to become something more but you start to see society play his hand which is that everybody believes in you but at the same time everybody's out to devour you because of issues of their own or just because it's a fact that you know I mean they just don't want to see you succeed so it's just certain things I think that play in hand especially from um, um, older people of different generations who grew up in a reality where you have to be more realistic as opposed to today's world where people are really are dreaming more than ever to want to achieve those. So you have those cultural clashes. So for me, it's just that thing that be careful playing with someone's life because there are consequences behind it, not only from their end, but from your end as well. And do you think you've achieved your goal in life, finally directing this 
feature film? After all these years, yes. And I felt that I did it and I did it my way. And I felt like I did it my way, especially from the way that the uh, the people uh, have, have, have been basically reviewing the film and the re- reviews have been amazing of this film. And we have had our, our official festival screening yet and we've gotten multiple five star and, and four star reviews. So it's like, it's already off to an amazing start. So yeah, I, I felt like I've achieved everything that I've wanted to so far. Um, obviously later on in the year, we'll, we'll really see how much more it can be achieved. But yeah. in terms of what I wanted to do with the story and just getting it out and um, just having, having like the people tell me what they think, yes, I, I feel like I've achieved that in one. So how did it all start for you in film? Because you mentioned this feature film has taken 16, 17 years to actually finally come out. So were you already making films back when that idea was just uh, sperm. Yeah, I was already in uh, film school. I was at uh, El Camino College in uh, Torrance, California, and I did two years there. And I wanted to pursue more, but um, this didn't have the financial resources to um, be able to achieve that. So um, what I did from there was I um, just kind of I just started working on sets as a PA, and then working on uh, sets as um, as a, an assistant director at the time for uh, for other filmmakers I know on their on their shorts and just learning from other filmmakers who I admire. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, being able to contact them and uh, get get advice and attend festivals as much as possible, watch as many movies as humanly possible. So yeah. for me, time, I've just been studying on my own at the same time, just creating my own shorts and financing my own shorts and just kind of like building my way up from there. So I kind of went to grassroots like a lot of independent filmmakers, but I felt like it was the best thing for me was just yeah. to just watch and create and just take it all in because I wasn't ready yet and I, I felt like I am ready. Yeah. You have things to just manifest naturally. It, it's the best thing for you as an artist in my opinion i felt like i'm at a point now where all those those things from the past have really played out well today do you think that's the best way to learn i feel personally if you like to go to film school go to film school i feel like if you are not the type of like sit in the classroom like myself the best way to learn is from watching films i i i've learned a lot more about cinema by watching my favorite filmmakers and, and study my favorite filmmakers probably did I ever have learning anything in the classroom. This the camera angles, studying like story structure, studying character development, just by watching movies. I, I'm such a cinephile when it comes to movies. So it's <laughs> like this, this this was everything for me. So I feel like for me personally, I can only speak for myself, watching movies was the best thing for me. And just being on set working with other filmmakers like no. But I mean, those who want to go to film school, I understand. The only thing that I think uh, that plays hand in hand for both is that you don't have that experience of working in the business. Yeah. And the business. So that's kind of like something that has to be taught more. And it's not just from film school perspective, but just from a personal perspective as an independent filmmaker. So those are things that, that kind of go hand in hand. But I, I, I feel like for me, if you're like myself, watching movies is the best way to learn and then actually creating them. And when you're watching movies, do you have to watch them with some prior knowledge of filmmaking? Because if you don't, you maybe wouldn't know what to look out for in terms of filmmaking techniques. I would say for my own personal opinion it would be great to have an uh have have that, that thought going in but you don't have to because i remember early on for me i just watched something and i just got hooked to it yeah. and i think that that can naturally happen for somebody and that could be a spark for them so it'd be great to have prior knowledge but i don't think it's needed i think yeah. you just have to have a love of film yeah. if you love movies and i mean if you're really truly passionate about it then believe me knowing who this filmmaker is means nothing it's the story at the end of the day that's going to drive your, your 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 heart and soul into it so for me a perfect example I remember the first time I um, one of my all-time favorite movies was Ivan's Childhood. And I didn't know anything about Tarkovsky. And this was like 14, 15 years old. And I watched it and I was just hooked on it. And now I study every single thing there is about it. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, it's just one of those things where it's just like, it's just the movie. The movie has to hook you. The story has to hook you. And from there, it's like yeah. you just dive into it and you study who they loved and who they admired. And it's just so on and so forth. You'll learn as much more about the craft by just, just, just doing the simple things like that. Yeah. And which one of your favorite filmmakers would you say you're the most like i love la rebellion uh style of filmmaking uh so for me it'd be someone like charles burnett that's who i've loved admired and adored the most i also love filmmakers like stanley kramer who i've always been passionate about uh i love bergman I uh, love Altman. So there, there, there's a lot. So, but for me, it would be Charles Burnett because I've always had that rebellious style in storytelling where nothing commercialized or capitalistic wise will always interfere with my storytelling. It's just natural, pure storytelling. That's real storytelling. And it's from the heart and it's from the soul. And it speaks on the black experiences and, and just on life experience in general. So that would be someone who I, I would have, I, I say I admire the most. What kind of director would you say you are when it comes to your interaction with the 
actors? Are you quite harsh? Are you kind? Are you maybe a bit collaborative listening to people? I'm not David or Russell, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we can get that out the way. Yeah. Um, for for me personally, I, I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm more of a collaborator. Um, I I don't like to hold any actor or actress actress hostage. I'm always from the perspective of okay, this is our project and this is our characters. Even though I may have written it, you yeah. have to play it and bring the character to life. So let's collab on it. How do you see it? I want to know what you think. Do you have anything that you would say differently? Do you have anything that interaction-wise this character would do differently? Because in my opinion, I my job is to make sure that you bring the character to life and I have to direct that. So it's, it's neck and neck. And if we're not on the same page, then it's going to fail. Yeah. So I have to make sure that me and my actor, me and my actress are good. So I'm more of a collaborative. I don't want to ever make anybody feel like when they come on and say, oh my God, he's a tyrant. No, I'm not. I'm not anywhere near that. And I think anybody <laughs> who knows me knows that. So for me, is I want to make sure that you and I, in terms of the actor and actress, we're on the same page. We see this the same way. I'm not going to hold you hostage. I'm going to let you go. But if, I don't, if I don't like anything I see, then yes, I'll cut and we'll go over it. But for the most part, everything is a collaborative effort for me. And we've talked about your favourite filmmakers. Musically, are you a bit of a Bob Marley fan? Well, you see the, the the, the poster in the back yes yes <laughs> <laughs> i um i i am but i also have um different forms of music as well so um jazz reggae um hip-hop to a certain extent when it comes to certain certain parts especially today i'm kind of like eh, whatever about it but you know but um i i, I love country music so um yeah Believe it or not, yes, people. I love country music. I love, I love, um, I, I love Oscar scores. So, um, for me, like classical music. So, like, I, I love different forms. Anything that yeah. I can play with, anything that I can use in my art that that reflects the story, I'm yeah. all for it. So, well, what's coming up for you after this film comes out? Are you working on anything else, or is it all top secret? No, I want to say top secret, but I'm not <laughs> on that level to say that yet. So, <laughs> um, for for me, um, I'm working on the second feature. I've already. Uh, written the script um titled jefferson street it's a, a period piece um it's about this uh black detective from detroit who travels down to texas in 1951 to investigate the murder of his mother at the hands of the ku klux klan so uh, it's a very personal story um something i've been working on for yeah about eight nine years now as well just putting the script together and make sure that every single detail is layered and in, in the vision the way that i want it so um that's the next project after this so um Hopefully, if everything goes according to plan, uh, we'll have that production begin in 2024. So uh, that's that's that goal. Yeah. And in the meantime, this film is not out yet, I don't think, because I had to use a password to see it. And you said it's not at festivals yet. But do we have a timescale for Mickey Hardaway coming out? So the goal is for us to screen from um, now in March to the end of November. So uh, hopefully, if we're lucky, we'll have a, a theatrical release in December and then it'll become streaming uh, in 2024. So hopefully around January uh, 2024, it'll be streaming. So that's the goal and that's the plan. So um, I'm sticking with it. So that's uh, my vision. But uh, <laughs> in, uh, in, in in terms of festivals, um, we have our world premiere at the uh, Kansas City uh, Film Fest International, uh, March 26th to 29th. And we'll be working our way down from there. So we actually had a couple of sentences already. Can't announce them yet. But yeah, um, uh, but yeah we are, we're definitely going to be busy for, for, for a while. So um, uh, if anybody wants to stay in touch in terms of where the screenings are, you can just get in touch with me um, social media wise via Instagram and uh, Facebook and um, you'll see details there. So, um, yeah, we're just now beginning to run and I'm excited for it. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great having you on. I appreciate it, my man. Thank you very much for having me. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The throbbing pulse of sound. The Toby Gribbon Show.